Tabasco dipping truckers of the world. Hey, what's going on? I can't find my shoe. Welcome back to another episode of Red Movie Rama. The only show that will slow down and pick you up off the street. Slide you into the seat. Drive you on down the road. Let's oh, get out of here, baby. Put it in gear. Fill you full of burritos. And then drop you off at the next truck stop. Now, wait a goddamn minute. That ain't right. But it's for your own good because we're going to be talking about some explosions and some bank robbing and some hot 70s chicks. That's right. We're talking about the great Texas Dynamite Chase. Wait, hold, hold on. Hold on. Is that an actual name of a movie? Yes, actually it is. That's the movie we're going to talk about today. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This uh, this sounds like one of those uh, low-budget uh, drive-in slutty movies. And we have a winner. Man, you are right on, man. You just nailed this movie because it's exactly what this is. The 70s was chock full of this kind of stuff, and I love it. So, first thing, you need a doctor. Second thing, what's this movie about? Well, I'm glad you asked, my naval base friend. Take it away, Rick. Never gonna pick your butt. Never gonna hold you down. Never gonna be the clown or cut you. Never gonna kiss a guy. Never gonna shave a pie. Never gonna get a sty. My doo-doo. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the wrong Rick, uh... Take it away, Rick! The Great Texas Dynamite Chase, also known as Dynamite Women, is a 1976 American crime comedy film directed by Michael Pressman, the guy responsible for Dr. Detroit, and produced by David K. Irving, created under the New World Pictures moniker, starring... Claudia Jennings as Candy Morgan. She's hot and she robs banks. Tara Stolmeyer as Pam Morgan, the sister that's kind of lame. Joycelyn Jones as Ellie Joe Turner. She's also hot. And nothing else really matters. Back to you, Rick. So, uh, quick question. Uh... Is there going to be more to this movie than just hot women? Yeah, man, because that's hot. Well, it's just one way we'll find out, and that's just if we start our story. And that story starts on the side of a gravel road. And we see a young lady running through the woods, and apparently she's escaped from prison, and her sister is there to pick her up in the car. Okay, okay, hold on. Already got a problem. Uh, how does her sister know to be at the gravel road at what time? when she breaks out of prison. I mean, how can she determine when she's breaking out of prison? Uh, well, it, it's it's a little early for questions, okay? So, that's it, a good question, but it's just a little too early. Let's let's see what happens first. Well, it seems obvious to me that this lady was planning on breaking out of prison. Well, I think that most people plan to break out of prison. You don't just accidentally fall out. Anyways, the lady's broken out of prison, and her name is Candy. Sheriff says, Candy, you're a hot girl. What a good shag you would be. You're a hot girl. 
it's not gonna be one of those episodes, is it? Look at this guy. Looking glass. I freaking love him. Anyway, Candy catches up with her sister, and she she whips one out. Whoa! Wait a minute. You didn't say it was that kind of movie. Well, hold on. You didn't let me finish. She whips out a stick of dynamite. Dynamite? So what's the significance of this? I mean, did she use it to break out of prison? Well, we really don't know. We just know she's kind of infatuated with dynamite. So are you saying this was kind of a big deal back in this time? Oh, well... Sure it was, because you had Jimmy J.J. Walker on TV every day saying, Dynamite! I don't believe you. Just ride along here, would you? I mean, we got some dynamite. Mm-hmm. We got some fast cars. Oh, yeah. We got some hot 70s chicks. That's hot. So what else you want? Yeah, man, what else you want? That's hot. And speaking of hot 70s chicks, next we get to meet Ellie Joe, who's late for work. And she's still in bed with whoever the night companion was. Well, she sounds like a floozy. Well, she may be, but again, 70s chick. Mm-hmm. She's hot, mm-hmm. and she's wearing a waist bracelet. Oh, what you talking about? That's hot. Yeah, it is. Skank. And she gets a phone call, and it's her work, which is the bank. And she's late for work again. Gee, I've, uh, I've never worked at a place where the boss would call you and wake you up. That's uh, such a nice and courteous thing to do. Uh, Yeah, it sure is. Except that uh, when she gets there, her boss, who looks like Colonel Sanders' little brother, uh, fires her right there on the spot and tells her that she has a lack of character. Oh, yeah, that's not nice at all. I'm telling you. And while this conversation is going on, Candy comes in the front door with a couple of sticks of dynamite, and she holds them up and tells the bank to give me all your money, or I'm going to be forced to light this short fuse. And blow you all to smithereens. Now, uh, wait a minute. Got a problem. Uh, isn't dynamite a bad choice for holding up a bank? I mean, once you light it, you can't really put it out, can you? Well, it's not the most convenient weapon to use in this kind of situation. But it is in the name of the movie, so just go along with it for now. And uh, during the process, Ellie Joe starts helping Candy rob the bank. So, uh, this, uh, this robber, is she holding a lighter, like, underneath the dynamite saying, if you move, I'm gonna light this sucker, uh, or something like that? Oh, uh, no, no, it's already lit, and she's just throwing it around in front of everybody. Oh, <laughs> wow, this could really get kind of squirrely those last few seconds. I mean, what's she gonna do with this dynamite? Uh, she's not even really concerned. I mean, she just kind of goes outside and gets in the car and chunks it out in the middle of the street. Well, that's not good thinking at all. At all. Uh, what if there were squirrels out there or something? Walt Disney. Chippendale running around chasing meatballs. No way. You have to admit he's got a point because we're talking about a girl that broke out of prison to hold up a bank with some dynamite. I don't think she's really worried about some squirrels. But anyway, she speeds off in her car, and then a police car pulls right up, and he parks right on top of where that dynamite is. Oh, no. Oh, no. Gee, she's going to be a cop killer now. No, actually, he gets out and walks up to the front of the bank, and then his car blows up, so he's fine. Well, you know, um, I'm a critical thinker, so uh, I would think that if you broke out of prison, you would want to, like, lay low, you know, not draw any attention to yourself. So robbing a bank with some dynamite? Probably not the best of ideas. Yeah, you would think that, but uh, she's got a purpose, you see. Uh, She's trying to help her dad, and uh, they're about to lose the family farm because he can't pay the taxes on it. So Candy's going to rob the bank and give her money to her dad 
and save the farm. Well, he's gotta be really proud of her. Kinda. Yeah, I mean, he's happy to see her, but he does question how she got the money. So she's pulling kind of a Robin Hood thing, you know? Steal from the rich and give to the poor. Problem is, is this is done in pretty much a rundown community, so basically she's robbing from the poor to support her dad. So, yeah, maybe she should have thought that out. But uh, we do get an explanation of the whole dynamite infatuation while she's in prison that she used to be on like a demolition crew and they used it to blow up concrete and stuff like that. Well, that was a fun movie. I'm glad you brought this one to the show. Um, no way, Chuck E. Cheese. We're just getting started, man, because uh, Candy decides that she probably needs to get out of town and lay low for a while because she did bring some attention by, you know, not wearing a mask or anything like that and trying to blow up a bank with dynamite. So she's going to try to go across country and make her way across Texas, rob a few banks on the way, and go to Mexico and live on Easy Street. There's no easy street in Mexico. Does this lady not watch the news? Oh, well, she's been in prison, so probably not. So, uh, what about her sister? Is is she wanting to go and tag along with her? You know, maybe be a partner? Well, seems like they might be a good pair, but she's wearing bell bottoms, and I think that disqualifies her from being a bank robber. But we don't care about that right now, because across town, Ellie Joe now has the bug. Being involved with the bank robbery makes her want to change her lifestyle, and now she's just going to go out and freeball it. Freeball. I, I don't think that's the term you're looking for. Yeah, man, that's hot. But yeah, she's quit her job, and now she's hitchhiking, and she's just going to go where the road leads her, I guess. Hitchhiking is so dangerous. Yeah, especially if you're a hot 70s chick. But uh, Ellie Joe knows how to take care of herself. And this guy picks her up in a Mercedes. They start heading out of town. He pulls over on the side of the road and starts making a move on her. And Ellie Joe jumps out and tells him, to, he better skedaddle. Well, good for her. And then a little after that, Candy comes by in her car on her way to Mexico and uh, stops and picks her up. Well, that's convenient. Uh, does she recognize her as the girl from the bank? Uh, yeah, they have a conversation about that and decide to team up and start rubbing banks together. That's a terrible idea. Well, it does start off pretty rough. The first bank that uh, that they arrive to uh, becomes a complete disaster. And they go in with the dynamite, and all the money is in a big vault. And they try to blow it open with some dynamite. With all the people in the bank? Are these people crazy? Yeah, well, they don't really know what they're doing. But luckily, the dynamite is duds. It doesn't blow up at all. So they end up hightailing it out of there because they hear cop sirens. And they didn't get any money at all. And then it just turns into a big foot chase. And then the cops are chasing them. They end up stealing a Mustang from an old lady at the grocery store. Well, that's great. Now we got Grand Theft Auto on our record as well. So I guess now we go from a foot chase to a car chase, right? Oh, yeah. And it's a, it's a pretty good one, too. Got a good little car chase here. But uh, luckily, there's a parade going on in town. And somehow they lose the cops because of the parade. Oh, now that's very convenient. Uh, so the cops just give up that easy? Look out for that flute player over there, Charlie. Uh, no, we actually do have one cop car that's still trailing them. And uh, they get up beside them and try to run them off the road. And it's some pretty good car action. But then Ellie Joe throws a stick of dynamite in the cop car, and the cops get out just in time before it blows up. Jeesh, I never would have thought dynamite was such a big threat in the 70s. Yeah, who would have thunk it? Well, there's something I've been thinking about. Uh, when Candy broke out of prison, how many sticks of dynamite did she get? I mean, we've held up banks, we've blown up vaults, we've blown up cop cars. Should be running low. You, my imbecilic friend, are exactly right. But it's no big deal. They just drive up to the local mining supply store and try to get uh, some more dynamite. 
mining mining supply store? Never knew there was such a thing. Yeah, you know, me either. Yeah, all right, Mr. Sweatpants, then how do you find this mining store? I guess you just look it up in the yellow pages. That seems highly unbelievable. Well, that's what happens. Someone's getting cranky. They just walk up to the front door and ask the dude, hey... You got any dynamite? I do believe you have to have a permit for that. Yeah, that's what the guy was asking, too. But uh, the girls are wearing short shorts and no bras. Yeah, man, that's what I'm talking about. That's hot. Oh, I see where this is going. So uh, the owner of the place and Candy go out to uh, this barn, and he opens up this crate, and there's a whole bunch of dynamite in there. And he said, that'll cost you $1,000. Well, does she pay for it, or does she steal it? Well, I guess you could say she paid for it because out of nowhere, some slide guitar starts playing and her clothes fall off. Yeah, baby, that's hot. like me some slide guitar. This is degrading. Uh, so this store owner, would you say he's, uh, he's a handsome man? Yeah, I guess you could say he's handsome. Uh, is he handsome as Dan and Gav? Dan and Gav? How do you know about the podcast on Haunted Hill? Oh, jeez. I'm a big fan. Uh, Mom used to listen to them all the time back at the naval base. Well, that's fantastic. They they uh, happen to be friends of mine. But uh, no, I don't think this guy's as handsome as, as Dan and Gav. But let's get back to the story. Uh, now that everybody is happy, the, uh, the store owner ends up giving the girls a parting gift. He gives them a, a shotgun. Well, well, a shotgun. This is what they needed all along. Maybe her clothes should have fell off a little bit sooner. I agree, because that'd be hot. N- now, that's the spirit as well. I think you're finally getting it. Uh, but now the funds are starting to run a little bit low, so they got to go knock off another bank, and they come up with a great idea. Uh, what's that? Wear a mask and use the shotgun instead? No, but uh, Ellie Joe goes into the bank and asks to talk to the loan officer, and she acts like she's going to do some business with the bank. And while she's doing that, Candy's outside calling this loan officer's phone and uh, telling him there's there's a bomb threat and everybody needs to evacuate immediately. Well, I knew she wasn't smart from trying to blow up the bank vault earlier, but now she's going to blow up the bank with Ellie Joe in it? No, that's not it. Uh, Candy's going to be waiting outside, and when everybody comes out, Ellie Joe is going to stay in the bank, and she's going to blow up the vault when the bank is completely empty. And then Candy's going to be out front acting like Ellie Joe is her sister, and she's missing. Oh, I get you. Kind of like Miss Kittner in the Jaws movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, that that's kind of it. Look at this dog. Pipette. Fair Spanish ladies. Huh. Get real. You hit it right on the head, no way, because Candy's going to be out front acting like her sister's still in the bank, and somebody needs to go in and save her. And then, bang! Then the smoke clears, and Ellie Joe comes out staggering around. Clothes are all a mess. And Candy runs up to her and puts wow. her in the car. That seems really dramatic. Yeah, and when they get in the car, she shows Candy that they made the loot. They got a big old wad of cash. Well, this is their best idea yet. But uh, I got a question. How does Candy know the number of the guy in the bank? Uh, it, it doesn't matter. Man, you get hung up on the details. And here's another one for you, Rudy Tootie. Uh, just think how they could avoid the cops if they just wear masks. Well, they do avoid the cops this time, but, uh, the next day, not so lucky, because they're driving fast, and they pass a cop car that's just sitting still, and he pulls them over for speeding. Oh, boy. This could be bad. Yeah, but lucky for them, they're hot 70s chicks. You know that's hot. Come on, now. Yeah, and when the cop figures this out... He wants to give them more than just a ticket. <laughs> my man, oh, no. my man. Oh, no. What is wrong with the people in this movie? It's just, they're just like horny dogs. 
Well, you got to remember, it's the 1970s. I mean, they were showing porn in regular theaters back then. Anyways, Officer Horndog takes a liking to Ellie Joe, and they go off in the bushes to be alone. It's such a romantic place. And she has the officer pull his pants down. And uh, while he's not paying attention, Candy sneaks up and steals a gun out of his holster, which are on the pants that are on the girl. Well, that'll teach you. My mama always used to say, keep your guard up and keep your pants up. Mm -hmm. And a great woman she is, too. So uh, what are they going to do? Are they going to take this officer hostage? No, they uh, handcuff him to a tree. And uh, his hands are behind his back. And right in front of him, they put a stick of dynamite down in the ground and light it and take off. I, I think they just want to kill cops instead of robbing banks. Maybe we should change the name of this movie to the, the Great Texas Slutty Cop Killer what? Movie. Just hold on, man, because it was a dud. They were just kind of using it for, you know, surprise. Oh, boy, I get you. I sure hope he had some clean underwear in the car. So uh, with that last bank that they robbed, do they have enough money now that they can go live on Easy Street in Mexico? Well, you... you- kind of wonder that because the next time they show them they're staying at this like bed and breakfast place it's real swanky and they're eating breakfast and they see their pictures in the newspaper and it says they're wanted for murder what for for murder who did who did they kill well the paper says it was an armed guard well well, i don't remember them killing anybody yeah but it, it just adds to the story because now the cops can go after them with extreme prejudice so I imagine after uh, seeing that, they're going to just go into hiding? Um, no, they immediately go and try to rob another bank, which is already closed when they got there. Well, that's probably better off that way. Yeah, but they rob a grocery store instead. Ah, there you go. Starting to lower our standards now. Uh, not only that, but they end up taking a hostage, too. It's a young dude in a cowboy hat. I say, not my hostage, not my problem. Get real. I'm not sure that that's a good motto, but uh, anyways, Ellie Joe starts taking a liking to the young guy that's the hostage, and they slowly start becoming a couple. Ah, well, what, is, what does Candy think about that? Uh, well, she's not too keen on having a third wheel. Yeah, that can uh, really bust up a team. Yeah, and I could go on and on about the development of this partnership, but I think it's best described by Rick Lovett. You take a guy hostage, and at first, you don't like him. But then he starts being your crime partner and helping you rob banks. And then, your friends. Gee, I've always liked that guy. So funny. Yeah, and they knock off quite a few banks and start being successful. And because they've been busting their humps so much, uh, they go and stay at this swanky hotel. Is there a naked lady at the counter in this hotel? Uh, No, it's a dude in a suit. It ain't that swanky then. Well, anyways, they paid way too much for this room. And they go up there, and Ellie, Joe, and Slim are starting to fool around on the bed. Jeez, just going at it right there in front of the room service guy, huh? Yeah, but uh, it doesn't matter because Candy starts flirting around with the room service guy and ends up getting him in the uh, bathroom, and they take a bubble bath together. Oh, jeez. You know, th- this movie needs to make up its mind what it's supposed to be. I mean, is it porn? Is it action? Is it comedy? Well, the next thing is really going to mess with you then because now all four of them are in the tub together getting it on. That's the 70s. You know know I like that bubble bath. They're making the four-headed monster. What town did these people stop in? Sodom and Gomorrah? Mm, Could be. But uh, more importantly, what's going on is the guy at the front desk is watching the news 
and our bank robbers pop up on the screen talking about local bank robberies that have happened. So dude calls the cops on them. Uh, so uh, let me guess the uh, the bellhop guy. Is he going to start running around and being Candy's dude? No, he, he actually decides that he's just going to help him get away from the cops. Mm, well, I guess that's nice. I guess. And after a while, this trio thing kind of runs its course, and uh, Slim decides that it's time for him to move on. And he wants Ellie Joe to go with him, but she's like, nope, I'm staying with my compadre. Well, good for her. I think they should stand up for each other. Yeah, and they, they go and drop Slim off at a Greyhound station, and when the bus leaves, he's still standing there. So he didn't get on the bus, so the trio is back together again. That's uh, It's kind of short in the dialogue there, don't you think? Yeah, I condensed it down a little bit, because uh, after this, they all find this abandoned cabin and uh, they rent it from these people and it's far off the road they kind of stay hidden for a while and they kind of relax and let their hair down and uh, that brings us to a bad situation. Well, gee, should sound like it'd be pretty nice out there. Well, you know, it is for a while, and, you know, they just kind of chill out and lay around, get naked, learn to play guitar, you know, 70s stuff. Yeah, gee, sounds, uh, sounds like heaven. Well, you would think that, but uh, it's going to lead us right into our next movie fight night. everybody and welcome back to movie fight nights i am your host doc egan and we are here in beautiful briscoe county texas where there's a fight that's about to happen and we were told to get here and get settled in and uh i can't tell you just how gorgeous yes you can clap for that it's gorgeous out here and uh speaking of gorgeous this show would not be complete without Jimmy the Claw. How's it going, Jimmy? Hey, Doc. Glad to be back with you again. It is absolutely wonderful out here. The temperature is perfect. I've got my sunscreen. I've got my koozie. I've got uh, my, my lawn chair. I'm ready to just relax. Well, I wouldn't get too comfortable, Jimmy, because we do have a fight to show here. But I do want to say for all you people out there, if you ever visit Briscoe County, Texas, you need to swing through here and check out Gary Hill's cabins. They are absolutely beautiful and roomy. And you get them for a good price. That's Gary Hill's cabins, Briscoe County, Texas. Whoa, Doc, there's there's the bell. I mean, we don't even know what's happening yet. It is very strange, Jimmy. We're standing here lakeside, and you've got a young man and a young lady on a blanket by the lake. And it looks like he's trying to coerce her to come and get into the water with him. You know, with this kind of weather, anything is possible. You're right, Jim. And I remember being at this age and being young and in love. It seems like the whole world just moves for just you. Yeah, I remember those days as well. I met my wife in an arm wrestling contest. Oh, well, she was a fan of yours then, obviously. Uh, She won third place there, Doc. Oh, so you weren't arm wrestling at all. No, sir. I was just there taking it all in and eating some cheese doodles. Well, we're hearing some yelling now. Oh, shit! Look out, Doc! Seven times. I just grabbed my pants, Doc. Oh, here's a lady with a shotgun shooting back at the cops, and she's shot them both. Jim, we better hit the road, man. We better get out of here quick. Yeah, we need to go. I need some more underwear. Folks, we'll see you next time here at Movie Fight Nights. Let's go, Jim. 
Well, great. Now they're considered cop killers, right? Uh, yeah, I'm afraid so. And and uh, the cops that uh, just got killed had requested some backup, so some other cops are on the way. So Ellie, Joe, and Candy jump in the car and just drive out real slowly. And uh, just totally missed the the other cop car coming into the cabins. Oh boy, I I bet uh, I bet Ellie Joe is just all to pieces right now. Yeah, she she really is. But uh, Candy's got a plan to kind of lift her spirits. Uh, what's that? Uh, find a new boyfriend in a hot tub? Uh, close. Try rob a bank. I should have figured. Yeah, you should have. And the bad thing is, is uh, this bank is a setup, so the cops are there waiting on them. Matter of fact, one sneaks in their car while they're in the bank, and he's in the back seat of the car when they get out. Oh, no. It, you know what? It, it's, it, it's about time they get caught because, you know, crime never pays. Well, Ellie Joe ends up coming up with an idea to put the car in reverse, and they slam into a dumpster, and they get away on foot. Although... Candy's been shot in the arm by the cop that was in the back seat. Ah, so they're uh, on a, in a foot chase again then, right? Well, for a little bit, but then they end up, you know, stealing another couple's car and heading towards the Mexican border. Uh, I, I've got a feeling here we're kind of running out of ideas. Uh, just stick with me here. Uh, they're heading towards the border, and they end up pulling into a barn and hiding from the cops that are just a little bit far behind. But uh, they get out of the barn and run up to a house that's on the same property, and there's a family having a picnic. So they ask them for some bandages. They give them some. They fix up Candy's arm. And Candy's kind of like, Ellie Joe, you go on without me. You don't need me. But Ellie Joe's like, no, we're a team. Wow, you! I think you just sounded just like her. Uncanny. Tear down this wall, seahorse. No way. You're absolutely right because they go back to the barn and the cops show up and they block the, the exit to the barn so they're stuck in there. Oh, I bet we're going to have a big kind of shoot 'em up showdown right here, huh? Actually, it's something a little more clever. They uh, strap some dynamite to the front bumper of the car, put it in drive, let it roll into the cop cars and explode while they escape on horseback and they cross the Mexican border. Wow, they uh, they make it sound so effortless. It's almost like anybody can do it. That's movie magic, my friend, especially when your hot 70s chicks. Yeah, man, because that's hot. So what did y'all think, everybody? Oh, I thought geez. it was that movie that's hot, man. Super rad. I'm glad you liked it because, man, I, I'm just a fan of this movie, and I think it's a fun road trip movie, and it's just uh, drive-in greatness. So if you like 70s kind of grindhouse stuff, this is perfect for you. So to wrap this show up, I think we all get together and have another sing-along. Y'all ready? Oh, baby. You know I would never leave you. Hey. This is Slim coming at you. I just want to say. We're no strangers to drugs. 